welcome once again into the Soccer OG. Hey, that's me, Max Bretos. This is episode 17. What a great time to have a soccer podcast. Summer is officially here. So many games to talk about it. Makes my job real easy. But it isn't easy, and we need all the help we can get. So, as I do every week, encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review. It makes a huge difference. And I know me saying this has made a difference because the download numbers are increasing week to week. A special greeting to our friends in Colombia. Yes, Bogota, Medellin, Cali, Cartagena, Barranquilla, wherever you are, I have noticed you've been listening and I couldn't be any prouder. So Colombia, you are always welcome here, as is Mexico, as is any part of the world, as you can download the Soccer OG. This week, I'll be joined in the business end by one of the best, if not the best, in my opinion, presenter in American Soccer TV. That would be Dan Thomas of ESPN FC, which is the best show on a daily basis, no question. In stoppage time, a decision made by FIFA to punish Mexico for the homophobic chant. There will be no fans for two World Cup qualifiers. I will talk about how the magnitude of this decision could make things very difficult for FIFA and the football world moving forward. The Soccer OG. What a time to be alive. We will get into it. It starts right now. And with that, we are officially back. Let us get into it. First of all, and wishing everyone a happy Father's Day. I've always been one to say, take Father's Day. We don't need it. Give yourself another Mother's Day. We enjoy that. The ladies really deserve it. I will say this. (laughs) My wife came up to me and she said, what would you like to do for Father's Day? I was sitting on the couch. I was watching some football. And I looked at her and I said, well, what I'm doing right now Maybe uh, in uh, pajamas and uh, a frosty cold beer, perhaps. And she said, wrong answer. She was. So I did get out. We went to the beach, went for my Sunday run with the rugby guys, jumped in the very cold Pacific waters, which is also like an ice bath and gets you focused. And then when I do that, I'm ready for the podcast. So you're getting the best Max Bretos. You're getting the best OG. And uh, all the fathers out there, pat yourself on the back because it is a it is a challenging job, but it's also the best job in the world. It's not really, a, well, it is a job. I can tell you that it's a job. But done well, it provides a lot of fruit. It really does. Let's talk a little soccer. Hey, Dan Thomas joining me on the show. Uh, as I said, I'm trying to get, because there's so many games going on in tournaments and we're just at the tip of it. Things are going to get Really crazy here as we get to the knockouts of the Euros. I can't even... It's going to be... The group stages are the group stages. And there's still a feeling out process. There's a stylistic challenge between the teams. And the round of 16 is going to go. And the gap between team number one and team 16 is going to be very small in comparison to other major tournaments of all sports. Which means I think it's going to be absolute chaos in the round of 16. And I am expecting a team that you wouldn't expect, which was Portugal in many ways last time out, which was the Greeks, Denmark back in uh, 92. That was a different tournament, obviously, with less a smaller field. 
but but it's going I, I, to think that you might just see Italy France final. I just don't. I just don't think that it's going to fall. Who's going to be in the final? I just don't know. It's going to take some good fortune, the suspension situation, injuries. It can turn this on a on a dime, and uh, that's the compelling part, really. I and I, we I spoke with Dan Thomas of ESPN FC, and if you don't know who he is, and I'm sure many of you who listen to this podcast and who are fans of this sport anywhere are familiar with Dan. He is, in my estimation, the best presenter uh, on American sports soccer programs. ESPN FC is the best show. It's just a it's an easy watch. Uh, it's Dan challenges the analysts. And that's what we need. And the best part, it's layered in a lot of fun. And we don't have enough fun. We don't. And I don't know why. Because we're always having fun when we're watching the sport. And we argue a lot, right? We argue and we laugh. And we drink. (laughs) And it's been fantastic to see all these Euro parties, Euro viewing parties where people are out. I haven't done one yet, but I've had some phone calls. We've tried to plan it. We'll see if we can do it. Ahead on uh, stoppage time is... FIFA coming down with that decision against the Mexican Football Federation taking away two home game attendances uh, for the World Cup qualifying, which are the the most precious home games you can get. Even in a World Cup, if you were hosting a World Cup and they said you can't have fans, the qualifying is the, the most important one because the fans make a huge difference. So FIFA really coming down hard because of the homophobic chants. And I will get into it a little bit. And it is a, a very strong precedent. Is it, is it something that we are going to see all over the place? Why is Mexico being targeted because of this? Because this is happening everywhere. The, the Mexico situation is the most vocal one, the one we hear about it certainly in this part of the world. But we'll talk about that ahead in stoppage time. I certainly have some some. Interesting thoughts, at least in my head, about that. We talked about all the competitions. The Gold Cup preliminary rosters are out. And uh, 59 players on that team. on the I, I don't know how you come up with 59 guys. That's a lot of guys to call and say, sorry, uh, you're not making the team. I don't know why you want to go through that process. That's a lot of hard work. I will also be talking in depth about that topic on the Soccer OG YouTube program, which you can find on Max Bretos on YouTube. We had another incredible video this week, five approaching 5,000 views. Unbelievable. Means the world to me, and, I, and we're getting somewhere with this. Very quickly, started the YouTube about a year ago, started the podcast about two and a half months ago. This is fantastic. It is a labor of love for me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed and I love this outlet and thanks for all those who have encouraged me. So much to talk about, but I want to get to the interview with Dan Thomas. That is coming up next. This is the Soccer OG. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, and happy Father's Day. are back here on the soccer OG and one of the true OGs who's put in his time here in the United States coming from sunny sunny Spain via somewhere in England the man who is the most popular pundit on world soccer talk hands down week in week out (laughs) Dan Thomas hello Dan 
I wouldn't say I'm a pundit. I'm a presenter, aren't I, man? Presenter, like, you, but... You wouldn't see yourself as a pundit, would you? Like I know, I would rush that. Pundit I... to your ex-pros. You got excited. Yeah, but you get in there. <laughs> you get you in excited. there. Uh, yeah, only when they want to make it a bit more interesting. You're a pundit in this way. When you hear a, a take from someone on... The host of ESPN FC, Dan Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear a take from one of the, the staff, one of the crew there, you go right after it and you... You you hold them under the above the fire, and give them your take in return, and the, the world is good again. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that's fair. I think I hold everybody accountable for what they've said in the past. I think that's a good way of putting it. So if you said like if you said yesterday that England were rubbish and today England were great, well, you know, twenty four hours ago you said this, that, and the other. And I think like, people like that. People people want to be held accountable. You don't want to just go be able to get away with just saying anything you want and not somebody going, hey, wait a minute, you know, why? Like, wait a minute. You're like, wait a minute, Steve. Yesterday you said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't forget. You do not forget. So, um, hey, well, we're, I'm, I'm sure you're watching a lot of football, although we, I will just for complete transparency, I usually record this around five o'clock Pacific time on a Sunday. I, I usually take a nap because I run on the wow. beach and I come back and I had to move it forward to three yep. o'clock to accommodate yes. you because you yep. wanted to watch the golf. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a massive golf fan, but I do like the majors and the way the score, uh, the scoreboard, the leaderboard was set up going into this final round and it's all playing out quite interestingly now. Where are the leaders right now? I mean, not that it matters to our So they're on the 12th. So John Ram is now putting for birdie on the 12th. For people listening, they can put that into context and think, oh, it's about what, six o'clock? Uh, Eastern time. This is fun, uh, isn't we it? Go. And people are thinking, well, why is it Max having his normal nap? Why is he a well, bit grouchy on today's show? I am a bit grouchy, and I'm watching Venezuela, Ecuador, the Copa America. The, oh, the most dedicated, dedicated professional I'm watching right. golf. Well, let me let me launch off at this point. Have, have we ever had more pointless group stages in the history of the game? We have 10 teams in the Copa America. Basically, we're mm-hmm. going to play two and a half weeks to eliminate Venezuela and Bolivia and yes. in the Euros <laughs> where you have three weeks to eliminate the Drek, the dregs yes. like Turkey, I sh- Turkey I North, North, Macedon- North Macedonia. Macedonia. Yes. A long way to- Scotland. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, I've been talking about this on the podcast and we're like, how do we resolve it? And you, you, the Spain Sweden game is a perfect example where Sweden had, 15% possession. Spain had like 900 passes compared to 250. Uh, it's really hard to watch, but that's kind of the results. That is kind of the product of having third place teams make it. And but do you think that do you think that's a product of that? Or is that just we Spain have been boring people to death for quite a long time yeah. now? Do you know that it's just something well, I was talking about happened. the Swedes. Collectively, they're bored me to <laughs> bored me in tears. <laughs> I know. And then was it Sweden, Slovakia as well? It looked like no yeah. one's ever going to score anywhere. And they got that penalty. You know what the sad part of the Euros, Dan, is going to be? You know what the sad part? We're going to roll around part? here in a couple of weeks, and the final is going to be Spain versus Sweden. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Imagine it. <laughs> How do you push it? I'm not kidding you. I've looked at Sweden. Oh. I go, they're not going to concede a goal in this competition. <laughs> Which means they are going to win it. They're going to do a Portugal. They're going to do a Portugal. They're going to not touch the ball. They go, take it. We're good. (laughs) Negative football has won. After all this Man City and Liverpool and, you know, LAFC, Uh, my club tries to play 
positive football, it's it's come to that. Does that does that keep you up at night at all? It does for me. No, no, it doesn't. Max. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> but I, I think at the end of it, and this is going to happen. Okay. The way to resolve and get rid of the third place teams is to expand it to 32 teams. Yeah, that's true. And then obviously that has issues with qualifying and what's the point of qualifying? That gives us lots of dead games leading up to the competition. But I suppose if you were to put an argument as to why the third place um, teams does actually make it a little more interesting is that this this final round now, there aren't that many dead rubbers. No. You know, but before, before in the past, you know, there have been dead rubbers on the final day, but you look at the the fixtures and what's happening over the groups and everybody's got a chance pretty much. That's good. That is good. Oh, yeah. I like how you spin it there, Dan. There you are. You see, so Class half full and all that lot. <laughs> what about your lot? The English. My oh, goodness me, Max, same old story, isn't it? You <laughs> on paper, they look like a great team. You put them out there together and it just looks like they're playing with the shackles on. Like against Croatia, they weren't that good. They got the goal at the right time, obviously, and you beat Croatia, you think, okay. But that Scotland game was just, just terrible. Just, just not good at all. Like, who did you look in that England sign and thought, wow, yeah, you're a real game changer. And it, obviously it's frustrating, but Plymouth, I've had 40 years of this, Max. This is what it is. And people get Gareth Southgate. Over the years, we've had, we've had Venables, we had Robson, we had Capello, we had Eriksson, we had Keegan. Everyone has struggled really to get this England team playing as a team and collectively be as good as they are individually for their clubs. They are good at the clubs, but I saw this stat that the valuation of that English team just for yes. the transfer club is 1.26 billion euros. <laughs> That's a bit yeah. pricey. So that's, just, <laughs> that's just Jack Grealish's calves. <laughs> <laughs> Go go to South America and get a better deal if you're buying players. Uh, but uh, I would yeah. say I would say outside of Italy, and I want to ask you what what has stood out for you. And I'll, I'll give you a few uh, things that have on my end. Um, but most of these countries have, other than Italy, and I mean France, you know, stubbed their toe. England stubbed their toe. The mm -hmm. Portugal, obviously, Germany looked great. Not so much yeah. in the first game. I guess you could put them on that top line of teams that have looked good. But, um, you know, everyone's kind of flawed. And even the Italians, as good as they look, you're going at some point, they're going to they're gonna run into some – and I think we're going to be left with the tournament, which is good, where anyone can win it. And, so don't, don't rule out England. Maybe have England-Sweden final. Wouldn't that – Wet your You're whistle right there, mate. Obsessed with Sweden, making it. I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to talk it into, into reality, so it doesn't who do happen. You, who do you support, Max, at the Euros? Who's your team? Ah, <sighs> don't. I. Do you know what the beautiful thing about it? It's so liberating. Is I just watch and enjoy the games. Can and you do? Because I find it struggle to watch any sport if I don't have a horse in the race. Yeah, and the games I'll pull for them. I, I generally. Who did I pull? I, I I've been pretty standard as uh as watching this. I don't. I'm I I I, I should probably gamble a little bit and right. And it's you know what I, the thing was. So I tried to make a bracket and it was so you know they do these fantasy. Yeah, it's complicated. It's complicated. It was very difficult as a third place team because you don't know, and yeah. a lot of services didn't offer. ESPN didn't offer a a, a fantasy tournament challenge. Now right. I will do this. I think if we could do it for the round of 16, that would be the fun part because you can pick it. Yes. I'll, yeah, I'll, you could do I'll a bracket. Well, I've would done you want, would my... you want to do a bracket with me, Dan? 
yeah, if you want. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've done with my eldest son and uh, some of our mates, we've done like a score prediction. So every morning you pick the scores for the games, three Smart. points for the correct for correct score, one for the, and it's just a bit of banter and it's just, you know, something a bit fun. You know what it's like with your mates. It matters, I, yeah. matters more just to kind of have one over on them. That's quite nice. Sure. I do like, I do, I am pulling for the checks because of the two West Ham players, Sufal okay. and, and Suchek. Yeah. Uh, and I like him. I, I, and I'm, I'm always going to pull for the underdogs, but pulling for the under, I also pulled for Macedonia because apparently uh, Goran Pandev is my uh, doppelganger. Yeah, um, I saw you tweeting that. I think you're much better looking than him. Unfortunately, my hair is starting to re reach Goran Pandev. Have you yeah, seen the aerial shot? Quite, yes, I have. It's Where quite, it's like the phallic, um, it looks yes. like a, <laughs> the meat yeah, and two yeah, edge. Yeah, that's the word, isn't it? Um, I'm not quite sure you quite you when once you get to that stage, Max, I, I think you would deal with it. Wouldn't you? Yeah. What would you do with your hair? Would you get plants? My wife's saying, yeah, maybe I should get plants, but I know, knowing me, that I will feel the synthetic part in my head and I'll be touching it, going, What is that? What is that? I can right. feel it. It's not supposed to be there. And I think the folks like you and and Hercules Gomez will never they'll you'll you'll identify it and I'll never hear the end of it. So I don't think I, I, know, I, but I, I can I, do it. I don't know though. Like look at Conte. Conte's plants are amazing. Yeah, he does. His are incredible. Klopp as well. Klopp's are really good. What about just a full on like Andre Agassi wig? <laughs> yes. Just I mean, he, nobody, mullet. nobody knew. <laughs> just a massive mullet. That would be magnificent. I, I think like the Pep Guardiola look where you keep it really high and tight. And yes. uh, someone yes. I actually it's funny you bring this up because I brought it to to this guy who I who I I talked to about things I'm doing and just bounce some ideas off him. And I had, what do you think about that? He goes, man, you're you because of who you are and people know if they'd see it, it would be weird for them. I go, yeah, you're right. So. Right. I don't know. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't lose so much sleep over it. I mean, it's something you think about. If you can just get rid of it. Max, you're, losing, you're, you're losing sleep over far too many things. I know. I know. Sweden. Freaking Sweden. <laughs> Sweden. I definitely Both want Sweden. In the group. I, I want Sweden to be knocked out. Uh, obviously, the Danes, I want to do well, right? We should be pulling for the Danes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that yes. goes without saying. <sighs> What did you think of the Christian? Oh, I want to get your thoughts because I had the Cooligans last week and I said it because with the, and this is getting a little bit old and now Christian Erickson has been, um, uh, he's been out of the hospital, uh, which is great news. He had a, a surgery where he had, I don't know, it doesn't sound like he's going to be playing anytime. Well, I don't know because Daily Blind had the same surgery and he plays, obviously. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it's like medicine is mad, isn't it? It's so yeah, clever. Humble. Look at this. We, we had a we had this this virus just wiping us out and all of a sudden vaccine bang i don't have to wear a mask i was having a, i know i know a, it's a brunch I, was watching, I was watching the 60 minutes about how they developed the vaccine and how and it's just so clever it's like these people are just so intelligent thank goodness for them if me and you were in charge it would i know be, everything would be on fire somehow we are unskilled labor i go if if the the apocalypse <laughs> happened i go what do you guys do well i can i can lob some questions to uh craig burley <laughs> exactly that good I enough? Make a sarcastic look <laughs> i can make a lot of noise after someone scores a goal how about that there so. we go perfect that's what i bring to the table but, 
Well, I, get, I want to get your thoughts on this. So I know a lot of people were going, why would you leave the images on from what was happening at Christian Erickson? Why didn't you? Obviously, don't pick up the game after that, unless you thought that was the right move. I, I think most people said it wasn't. The Danes were obviously affected. But uh, leaving the images of what was happening, I, I, I would think is a disservice. You don't have to watch it, and the cameras don't have to get right on top of it. But I wanted I wanted to see that. And honestly, it's uh, it's made me think a lot. Uh, among other things about learning CPR, which I haven't, I've said that for two weeks, but I will. But I think those images were so strong that it uh, it made me think, and I would I would have it would have been a shame if we didn't get to see him. I, I in in my estimation. So your your point is that this could be a catalyst for a lot of people going out and learning CPR, and therefore showing those images will in fact save people's lives. I think so. And then that's, just, not, no, that's, a, that's a good way of looking at it. No, I understand. I, yeah, you can see both points of view. Obviously, people were saying, oh, you cut away when there's a streaker on the on the pitch and yet you keep the cameras there. And I think with hindsight, if people knew how serious it was, I don't think you would have got the images that you did. Obviously, they were just going off the fact that this was just just bog standard injury or something was going on. And I think when obviously they, they put the wall around him, it was clear something very bad was happening. Yeah. Why don't we show streakers? In England, they show streakers. No, they don't. Yes, they no, do. They, cut, they don't, Max. They cut away because no, they don't want to give them airtime. Well, that's what they know. The United States are explicit about that. And they go, we do not want to show them because we don't want to encourage people to keep doing it. Yes. Well, guess what? People are still doing it. Yes, but maybe not to the quantity that they would if you were showing them, to be fair. Well, we have to test that, don't we? I say, <laughs> yes, what could possibly we, go wrong? We have to test that theory. You go, there he is, a naked man. <laughs> <laughs> running across the field and there's a naked woman and then we can figure that out okay so i'm going to give you some things that have stood out for me in the euros and maybe you can pop in there with a couple uh fullback okay. fullback play okay Positive. fullback play goosens fantastic goosens, obviously spinazola when he played yes uh, yes perfect, an good. another weapon guys coming into the midfield so yes. I, it, we've seen that Brilliant. at the club level and yep. uh, you, you've seen that develop here. So teams want good fullback play and guys aren't just going to stay there and be defenders. Some teams obviously have, but there's ways to defend with other players. You know, this is not uh, tactics 101, but uh, I've seen guys booming up those flanks and it's been uh, it's it's supported the two teams. I think we spoke about who have been the most impressive thus far. Yes. Italy and Germany. Yes. Uh, the negative football, which we kind of touched on, uh, which has also yeah. worked. Um, what else was I going <laughs> to? What's the worst on your list? <laughs> uh, this is the worst on my list is, is officiating. Oh. So, right. But it's been good. What's it, the okay, it, had, it, it has been good. But there's this one thing that happened, and it also happened in the Copa America. So when there is stoppage time. Yes. And they go three minutes. And go, okay, so in one game in each tournament, they whistled it 30 seconds earlier. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what you, it says minimum of three minutes. So what makes you? And then it made me think, I, I went down a wormhole and I, I lost some sleep on this one too, Dan. <laughs> Is, uh, can we, can we, can we be real about the stoppage time? Can we stop hiding it? Like it's, it's some, it's like the, the queen's jewels or whatever they call it. I mean, let's just, let's just, no, let's have some transparency here. Let's either stop the clock because it's never accurate. We have these replays with Hawkeye and, you know, lines and all of this. And 
uh, we're moving on in technology, and yet we still have a guy keeping clock on his watch. And yes. now he's he's cutting time off. It's like they're having a laugh. I'm appalled, Dan. I am appalled <laughs> with this. I am I am tired of being made a fool of by officials. God damn it! I want accurate timekeeping throughout it all. But there was discussions, wasn't there, about having like a. a Thirty-minute each way game, but stopping the clock every time the ball went out or there was a stop stoppage. So then you would actually get the full sixty minutes because I think what's the average now of ninety minutes? It's around about the fifty mark, isn't it? I think in which the yeah. the ball is in play. But there's no way anyone's going to change that. Why not? Goodness me! Because people hate change. But they change it. Hello, VAR. Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> That's hello. That. Five <laughs> substitutes. <would> <laughs> hello. <laughs> they would see that as an advancement, wouldn't they, in things, as opposed to the the clock. I don't think many people are crying about the clock. Yep. I would, you. but I would also add this, which probably I careful what you wish for, Max Bretos, yes. is if they stopped the clock every time there yes. was something, we would have a three-hour game, Re- for real. Uh, yeah. No. How? Why? Because some guy, if you stop, because the, they add 30 seconds here, but it was really two minutes and all right, of us, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, there are some Copa too. America games, which there would have been yes. a lot of stoppage time. Yeah, that's very true. We don't need that in our lives. We do not need that in our lives. No. Uh, this is <laughs> something else I noticed. So you got Clattenburg in there doing the ESPN yes, coverage. Yeah, Mark Clattenburg is just in a dark room <laughs> for 10 hours at a die going, oh, this he's, is good. He's gone completely... But there's something, and I, we did it with Peter Walton, who works with you guys. There's something about <laughs> officials who take a step away from being officials and they become normal people like us, and they see it the way we do. Cladenberg was oh. going contrarian with some things. It was, wait a minute, that's yeah. not, you can't call that yes. a handball. I go, but they did. Yeah. I thought that was interesting because I go, look, you've got to see it. Uh, sometimes you've yeah. got to be, I think there's this, you're being an official. I go, we're an official. This is how we do it. Uh, we've got to abide by the letter of the law. And we've got to rule with an iron fist in many ways. But I think sometimes they got to change that. We, we saw it in the Premier League with some of these accidental strikes that were given yes. red cards that were clearly accidental. But they, because in order to rule the way an official does, it's an like accident or not, he swung out, he shouldn't have done it. So Peter Walton works for BT Sport, which is a, a cable channel in England. And he's working for ITV now as well, uh, which is one of the main channels that show in the uh, Euros. And every time he's on, he gets so much abuse. So I Google, I, I go on Twitter, I find the worst ones, and I send it to him. And it's, it's one of my favorite games during matches. You are <laughs> just, such a just, rascal. I know, but Pete, I mean, Peter are good friends, and I like Peter a lot. I've got a lot of time for him. Uh, but I broke just it. Sure you guys he... have broken him. You've broken uh, him as, a, as an official. Oh, he's just a nice. He's just a nice person. But then, obviously, then I just throw abuse, well, other people's abuse at him, just to laugh. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. It's quite funny. <laughs> uh, and we have in Major League Soccer. We have Howard Webb. We've had every for, former English oh, referee. We had, make- we had we had Howard Webb on the show, and the women were swooning in the office. There's he's something a, about Howard Webb that, yeah. seems to, that seems to get people uh, going. Also, a guy who who like lost his hair but has managed to still maintain <laughs> going back to that <laughs> i'm just looking for examples so i could follow yes exactly yeah but I bet yeah, I st- went. yeah he does he has this he aura. has a, an aura about him yeah that uh, seems to get people uh, going little sean connery although an english version 
I think that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Hello, Howard Webb. How's it going? Yes, there it is. But uh, yeah, that's amazing. the women are going, ooh, did they call it Dan? Who's that? So Howard yeah. Webb. <laughs> Howard Webb. Referee. He didn't, say, he didn't send off the Nigel de Jong in the World Nigel, Cup. Nigel, he, he didn't. That's right. When he uh, karate kicked Xavi Alonso. That must be amazing to be able to officiate a World Cup final. Well, yeah, and, I suppose. And Clattenburg did the last one, right? Uh, maybe Russ- I know he's done Champions League final, definitely because he's got tattoos, doesn't he, of the, yeah. uh, the of the different finals that he's done. Where he's he's from Northern England, right? Because his accent he's from is, Newcastle. He's a he's a Geordie. That is a that's a thick act. I did. I got corrected by an Englishman when I said, "Where's your accent from?" And he said, "I don't have an accent. Right. I'm English." And I go, "Oh, excuse me." Americans well, that person, that, that person doesn't sound like someone you want to spend too much more time. No, with. it was you. You said it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I'll get rid of him. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We've been on for like 20 minutes, and all we've done is talk about receding hair and referees. That's well, probably uh, well, what. What else do people want to hear? <laughs> I don't think there's much more. They, they, they want us to tactically break down Turkey. Good luck with that. <laughs> what's good? What's how does that happen? How do you be so good and then come out negatively and then just fall on your face all three games? Awful. I don't. I think I think the first game kind of set the standard, isn't it? And then you just start. It's like you if you do a new show and the first one's bad, then you you're already trying you're to gonna get canceled. Feet, aren't you? You're you're yeah, you're already <laughs> in trouble. And then something starts to go wrong in the second show, and you're like, oh, here we go again. And by the third time, the, the third show, you just know, you just know you're in trouble. That's that's that's, that's the analogy that I would use. <laughs> Yeah, but the, 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 the appealing part of the Euros historically, and it hasn't been great thus far. I know it's going to get better, and the knockouts are going to be fantastic. Uh, the, I was hoping there'd be more fans, and that, that's the other highlight was the, the, the Budapest the crowd. Budapest, the Budapest so crowd you're like, fantastic. Wow. So now they're thinking, should they have the finals in Budapest? So then you can do have it. Full, then you can have full stadiums. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with the UK quarantine, Delta strain, and all this sort of stuff. If you do it in Hungary, the fans doesn't really matter, does it? The fans will be there and they'll find a way. You know what uh, I noticed about the? Uh, is there something you notice about that crowd in Hungary? Uh, they're all men and they're all tall. All one hundred percent men. Yes. There was no. <laughs> it sure was like we're escaping from our women. <laughs> we're gonna take our shirts off. We're gonna uh. scream. And get rowdy, and I, I just think because we haven't – obviously, it sticks out because we haven't seen it so long, but that has been the highlight for me because it's just got the blood flowing. I just wish uh, we had a little bit more because it's weird because there's, like, different layers, levels of fan allowance, and yes. you have to calibrate the games. And yeah. a lot of broadcasters obviously get ramped up because of the crowd and not as much when there's not uh, as many – fans there i just i just wish there wasn't such a huge disparity so if you can go to the fans that is better i think so how would you feel about going topless with other men in a stadium are you comfortable when you play rugby on the beach are you topless it was a little bit overcast so i kept my shirt on but generally i i my shirt uh is off so i can get a nice base tan um, okay all right uh, people get upset with me because they go why are you always tan what are you not working i go no i go run on the beach Okay. I live in California. Well, who are these people? Who are these I don't people know. <laughs> yeah, I do not know, but stay out of it. Wow. Um, anything that you've enjoyed in particular? I've enjoyed the games 
and the way in which they have time, been timed out. What do I mean by that is that I was a bit underwhelmed, I think, at the start of this tournament because we've had so much soccer. It's like, oh, good more. Here it comes. But wake up, watch a game, maybe do something with the kids, have lunch with the wife, come back, watch the second game, get yourself Smart. ready to work, go into work for the third game. Bosh, there you go, chat about all the games. It's a great way to spend the day. It's brilliant. This the 6 a.m. Pacific time games have been yeah, that's poor, and we don't have any more now. So I would record that. I'd watch the 9 a.m. Okay. and then I'd slot yes. the, the DVR of the 6 a.m. I'd watch it in about an hour and then sure. I'd watch the noon. So I did I yeah. have not enjoyed the spacing out. Right. But, but for us, no, obviously us on the East Coast, it's been ideal. It's been beautiful. Nine o'clock, noon. Nine o'clock, twelve. Yeah, twelve o'clock and three. three nice. Yeah. Three o'clock's good. Because you can start, yes. you know, put down a couple. Frosty cold No, I'm ones. working, Max. I'm working, but it is nice. Can I tell? Can I tell you a funny story? Of course. Who's coming so, in? It's like no, it's thing. my. It's, I'm doing a podcast. My son's walking in, making. Is, you hear him pouring ice? <laughs> yes. I'm doing something. Would you get out of here? Max, you sort it out, man. I usually do this upstairs, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Well, it's fair enough, isn't it? This is if you don't get out of here, I'm going to read your. The, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. the card you made me for Father's Day to Dan. Oh, I want to read it so beautiful. bad, but he's... Uh, Was it heartfelt? Yes. Can I read it? No. I can't. Oh. He's at the age now where you can't post fo- post photos of him. I was going to post a photo of him of getting vaccinated. Why would he, why would he vaccinated. Want, why would he want that to be public? I get that. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, here. Funny story. <laughs> I haven't, I don't think I've shared this. I haven't shared this in public. So the World Cup of 2014, and you're involved in this, I think. Yeah. We did that late night rap recap show. So I was at the golf tournament and you're, it all's coming full circle here, Dan. The, the, the travelers. We got the travelers. Yes. The travelers, uh, which is in uh, central Connecticut there. It's technically not Hartford. That's sort of close enough. It begins with C, doesn't it? Anyway, next week. Next week. Not Cromwell. 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 Yeah. Hello, Oliver Cromwell. So <laughs> I built this. So I was I was putting down some I was putting down some libations because I was free in the day. I was not working. And wait, wait, you, know, you were putting down some libations. Yes. I was at the golf I remember event. This. I remember this. Yes. <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> so i don't know if you called in or someone called in uh, it wouldn't chris, have been me i never call in uh, chris rag goes hey max uh <laughs> i'm like six or seven into it because I, I, <laughs> yeah. I was like having a great time i don't get to day drink ever so yes. people think i'm a, a lush because i talk about the drinking part i don't drink that much but this the funny ones i bring up so chris goes we have an emergency could you get to the studio and do the late night show? We need you before it's like two thirty. We need you to be like four or five and uh, tape it. I go, I'm sorry, I go, but uh, oh, oh man, I was with yeah. Matt Barry, uh, sports oh, center yes, anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. go, oh man, I gotta go and I work. I got to sober. I drank a couple of waters, but I still felt it. Uh, right. Wife was there. She drove me there. I was like, oh, God, Bristol. Yep. So um, I did the show, and because I didn't have full preparation, I watched some of the games. I kept it very close to the vest. Instead of using 10 words in my questions, I used four. I was like, yep, yes. what'd you think? Yep. And uh, all of that uh, happened. I got the show done. I walked out and uh, two people came up to me. Go, Max, that was the best show we've had <laughs> with you on it. <laughs> so I'm like, shut up. Yeah. 
Uh, so then I you go, stay I, drunk since every day. Since. I know. I go just keep it because you know you're so enthusiastic when those tournaments are going on. You're talking about it, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. Switzerland, so, Honduras. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. Great. Well, Good we'll be point. right back after <laughs> Let's, the break. Ecuador. <laughs> Less is more. Uh, Do you have? But but actually, that's funny you say that, Max. But I say that to a lot of you. Must get the same lot of people asking for advice. How you get into the thing? How you get into the industry? Blah 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 blah. And I so often tell people it's not about you. So so less is more. Keep it simple. Less is more. It's not about you. You're just there to kind of guide the conversation. And I think some hosts. I think some hosts um, don't do that. No, and I didn't. I actually learned that on the way. I was like, I kind of talked a lot and and said, just. You'll have your moments. You'll have your moments as a, a, pr- a presenter to show, because yeah. you always want to show how much you know. You want to show, I know what I'm talking about, but you've got to pick those spots. And it's got to be based on something that was said by one of the Yeah, you can't just pianos. crowbar it in. Yeah, I used to crowbar it in, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man. The, the old crowbar. Um, so uh, you mentioned we we had you mentioned Ecuador. I was into a big segue. You have a dog in the fight. You uh, are married to a Brazilian. Are you are you watching yes. any Copa America? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I've watched the two opening games, which have been pretty much well, it's been all Brazil. They've been amazing. I think it, as you as you say, the group stages are just a little bit uh, going through the motions. It's only really the knockout stages in which this the tournament will get going. But that's good times as well because it's five and eight o'clock. Yeah, right at the end of the Euro, so you can slide on over. I know you can just just <laughs> just take me home. It's perfect. <laughs> I hope to see Brazil uh, if they can maintain this, and they just to me that's the best team in the world. I mean, France is the best, and I don't want to take too much away because of that Hungary result. Brazil's right there. And I don't we, know, Max. I think I think you're a bit. I think you're a bit ahead of yourself. Why? I just think if you go player by player, I think France is, France is, is superior. The best. Yes, yeah, I, but you well, just said, said they're on a par. You said they're on a par with. No, I said just. There, I said I. I, I, I <laughs> let me take that back. Just a, a rung below. Oh um, yeah, they're yeah. rung below with. They're on par with Belgium. Uh, I did. Uh, Portugal? I don't know. I Germany? don't know, Max. I think I, don't, I would have the, the I would have the European clubs just slightly higher than Brazil. Ugh. The last World <laughs> Cup. No, because the last World Cup was great, but because there's so many European teams at the end, it, it felt like a European Championship, and yeah. I don't want that. Like Brazil. I know, well, no, yes, but yes, but that shouldn't that shouldn't blinker your your uh, your thoughts when you look at that Brazil team. Right. I don't think it's quite as immense as uh, as some others in Europe. I know. I just don't want the responsibility for a non-European team to win a World Cup to fall in the laps of the United States again. It's getting a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's all excitement now. What? Christian yeah. Pulisic, penalty, Hobart, penalty save. Oh, uh, we've watched it. You, you're Because I, I, I obviously I have uh, red, white and blue goggles on when I watch them. But what do you think? Um, what do I think? I think it's a work in progress. I think yeah. it's a lot of work to do. Um, I love Gio Reyna. Yeah. Absolutely love him. And I loved him in an American shirt for both of those games because he doesn't hide. He wants the ball. He, he goes forward. Hide. He, tr- he tries to make things happen. And I think if you're going to look to somebody, as much as Pulisic is kind of the star attraction, for me, Reyna is the man that is going to be the one leading the US in the future because he just ticks every, he ticks every box you want isn't it 
as a as a leader on that pitch, and he's still so extraordinarily young. We need, yeah, I, I, that's exciting. Obviously, Pulisic is is the goods. He just got a man. You, your Twitter, your Twitter on Pulisic is fantastic. A lot of, I know, a lot of it's just to get people right. But, <laughs> Thomas Tuchel hates him. Hates it, Pulisic. And he's I just think Chelsea. <laughs> I just see. I'm glad people have noticed. I mean, look, I don't get I don't get much Twitter traffic as as I used to. You have more Twitter followers than me now. You've 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 popped ahead because you are just so beloved yeah, in the Caribbean. No, just, no, I don't. I don't know. It's just because I put out questions, any questions for blah blah blah. That's all I tweet pretty much. Your tweet, your Twitter is great, and then you have the gold of Steve Nickel videos at your <laughs> yes, becking yeah. call to throw on there. Yeah, that uh, was very funny. Yeah, that's when he didn't know his left or right in the cap. Yeah, I've said good value. I've said this before. I think it's easier to Christian Pulisic is so soft spoken. It's easier to say, "All right, we'll bring you off the bench." And no, uh, Max, yes. that's no. You don't think Thomas Tuchel is going to go? I'm not going to bring Pulisic um, in my starting line because he's quiet. I tell you what, I'll put Mason Mountain instead. But if okay, what he if wants was... to win. If he if he wants to win his best, his best eleven, and he doesn't think it's Pulisic, then we just got to swallow it. That's that's his best eleven in. Features Christian Pulisic. Let's be honest. Well, then why didn't so, he start him in the final? Because uh, because he's easy <laughs> to put him down. He says, "Oh, sorry, Christian." Uh, if Timo Werner was going off the bench like that, he would hand in a transfer request. Uh, I want to leave this club. I don't know. I just don't want to make Max. I like it. I like it. I want these American players to be playing where they play all the time. And they of should be. And if it's not at Chelsea, Christian Pulisic should go somewhere. He's a feature guy. Zach Steffen's another one. He's got to get right. out of there. That's yes. that is not helping. And I'm terrified because World Cup qualifying is here, and they go to San Salvador or San Pedro Sula, and they're going to play. And it comes down to one save, and maybe he's not there because he hasn't got the games. That's yeah. that's an issue. Center no, back definitely. depth is an issue. There's a, there's a few things. I know it's yeah. a work in progress, but there's enough there to uh to keep me excited yeah, yeah definitely i was gonna i was gonna wrap up with this american oh, we finished already How long we no I, this one? can oh, i keep going yeah yeah I, th- I thought it was gonna be longer I thought I was gonna... no anyway. i was gonna go longer but i just figured you really want to see rory mcelroy tee no, off the no, 15th no it's fine honestly okay america because this is another one a twitter thing um and i always like to okay. get a rise america versus english voices in the united states for the sport oh yeah yeah you've uh i mean you've kind of you came from a you you were with real madrid oh actually i have a few a couple more topics to tell so you worked for the real madrid and then you came here to the united states and i thought that was a really because my issue sometimes with uh the english presentation of the game here is it's always coming from the perspective of all things premier league english national team and i could see it and this was an example. And it, CBS had their team from England cover the Europa League, and it was Arsenal and Villarreal. Villarreal okay. celebrating on the on the on the field. You're going, going. Oh, what a great moment! Their first major trophy. They go back to the studio. Yes. First ten minutes was, oh my god, Arsenal. Oh, what happened? Yeah. I go, I go, I don't care. Villarreal. Yeah. So, so you. Because and everything, your incredible uh, travels and stuff, you 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 go to the strength, and because of all that you've had in Spain, it was, that would be an obvious thing. But that's just 
one of the things that I've seen, it's always so unique and I'd like to grind people a little bit from it, but there's a good healthy balance. No, and... but isn't it funny, Max, when you're watching um, like NBC's coverage and it's of the Premier League and say West Brom uh, holding Manchester City or something like that, You'll never see that in any other league. This is incredible. The fight, the depth. You only see it in the Premier League. Like, what are you doing? You see it in all the leagues. It's not unique to the Premier League that a small club is battling and fighting and whatever. So the, the, um, the need to consistently to try and sell it as the only league in which this happens uh, it is just kind of ridiculous because the Premier League, we know how rich, we know how brilliantly produced it is. We know what it offers. You don't have to keep kind of re-emphasizing it, ramming down everybody's throat because everybody's watching and they know. You you don't have to go to silly extremes talking about the things. That, this only happens in England. This sort of fight, this sort of determination, it's like, <laughs> it happens everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it, it's funny because it doesn't have to be. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. It's just perspective and um, knowledge and respect for the rest of the world when it comes, because it's a world's game. And it's, and I think everyone's there. It's just like, look, if here, if we do it from the United States, it's always going to be a U.S. perspective first. And it turns on out there. I, as, as someone who covers the sport, I want to be comprehensive. I know you do too. And it, it, it's a good feeling to know more. I love it when I learn more things and they come in there. And I, I, I covered some Libertadores player and I'm not, Oh yeah. I saw him play at, uh, at always ready in Bolivia. He's pretty handy. With both yes. feet playing out of the yes. back. I'm like, what do you Bring think that. of that? Bring so, that. So, uh, Take that, world. Take that, all, England. All of that, all that little, those little nuggets, I, I feel good. But I did it too because, you know, we'd watch the Premier League and that would be, it's like a, a the Saturday of a plate of football. And you have a little bit of rice, which might be La Liga, some, yes. a little, a little yes. salad, which was the Bundesliga. And the, the meat and potatoes in the middle was the Premier League. So yes. it is a great league. And I, I, look, I, uh, I really got into the sport more watching it. Yeah, and, then, and the timing's good. And, and you know, I love about NBC, but NBC have done a great job in the Rebecca yes. and the two Robbies. Um, I think they, they've put it in a place where exactly uh, where people want it to be. Yeah, they took it from us when I was at Fox. So we get, we didn't, yes, we yeah, didn't do a true. very good job. We know what, what, you know what the rights fees were for us for the Premier League when we did it? $1 million. This was 1999. Can you imagine? I think they gave the radio rights away for free wow. just to show how much it's changed. Wow. That's nuts. And obviously I think the rights are up uh, at the end of next season. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if NBC renew. There's so many other players now, aren't they? With CBS obviously coming in big as well. Uh, ESPN adding to its packages. Obviously we've got La Liga now as well. So uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see who gets what. Now we'll talk about that. That's the rights because it's been, it's crazy. And you know, La Liga, uh, a league near and dear to you coming to ESPN's obviously a big news as well. But one thing about the English, uh, the, the, the expression, shall we? You, Rebecca, always use the word, shall we? You ever catch yourself? Let's take a In look at the context. highlights, shall we? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I do do that. Oh, it's very nice when you do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 now, I'm starting now, to say, shall we? Now, now, what's interesting, I've always thought with you, Max, is that ever since I've known you, you have been so lovely to me when you could have been a bit of a dick to me, given that I was an Englishman coming over and taking soccer work, if you like. And yeah. I always felt I always felt um, 
I kind of felt humbled by that, that you, you would be so nice to me in that sense when there wasn't really a need to be. Oh, thank you. But I, honestly, Dan, you're just a good dude and you did a great job. And I'm like, I think you're a, I think you're the best at what you do because of what we talked about at the beginning is holding people accountable. It drives me bananas when people are talking to analysts and they don't say, wait a minute. I mean, you've got, you are as big as your words and you've got to stand by them. And I think that is so but, important. But then, and then how, did you, how did you feel with the influx of those English voices coming over, given that you were, you were the voice of soccer for so long? Yeah, I, well, I mean, the one thing that they would uh, the, they would hear, and I remember I heard at ESPN and so, I mean, uh, NBC say it is that they want the authentic voices, and I was like, Ugh. and we're right. not there. We're not there as a start. We don't we don't have it. I, I want young American voices to come up, but there'll always be a situation where maybe they got into the business to cover a different sport first, and okay. then yeah. I hear it all the time. And they're like, oh yeah, I want to do this, but I eventually want to go back and hopefully cover the right. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I go. Yeah. Eh. It's Don't use be, us as a stepping stone. Yeah. So um, the the European voices, soccer's number one. You're getting like like John Champion uh, uh, arrives here, and I'm like, man, that's like the the best play by play guy in the business. Yeah. I mean, at a high, and you hear him, and so to bring someone in like that, you're like, well, <laughs> that's it's not a guy. Yeah, I'm coming here. I might do some baseball. And John's, I'm going to get him on this pod. He's another lovely. Young man. Yeah, he is a great guy. He's got he's yeah. got some great stories, John. Yeah, he he we always there's a El Segundo Brewing Company. We're coming your way. I'm gonna bring. I told John they have a great IPA there, so I said next time you're here, we're gonna go there. But um, it's an interesting question. I mean, I like to I always like to flesh it but, out a bit. Do you think people care as much as we do? No, I I think I think you're right. I think as broadcasters, we overthink everything, right? And it, as opposed to you you sat at home watching the game. How much are you really paying attention to what the commentator's saying, what the commentator's doing? Right. I don't I don't think many people are switching off or switching on because of the commentator. They're watching because of the sport. I think it's important for the commentators to have context for their audience. So I can tell the difference when there is a British broadcast team from Britain who don't live here. If right. you live here, you automatically know what's important to Americans. You're going to come in and say, yeah, I know that. He's yes. played the Colorado Rapids and blah blah blah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Those like Darcy kind of... was doing that with Chicago Fire player, wasn't it? Who came on uh, right. during one of the games that I watched in comments here, and you, you make notes of that, obviously. Or if it's like you know, say you're playing on uh, the Fourth of July. Oh, it's a very special yes. day. Those kind yes. of things that you it's it's nuance, but those things make a big difference because I think the audience there's an audience that we're trying to gain, and maybe we'll never get it. Uh, non-soccer fans that you want to win over. Maybe they're unwinnable. But, but I think uh, that's okay, isn't it? Isn't that all right? right? But you like, got there's, there's, there's this kind of weird drive I always feel since I've been here. And we've got to make soccer as popular here as it is in the rest of the world. Well, it's never going to be. Just accept that and just give the best product you can to the people who are interested in it, surely. I think there's still room to gain some new, uh, a new audience. I think there's also the possibility to pluck away some of the audience from the Spanish language because it's the Spanish folks who watch everything that we cover here, the Euros, the World Cup, yeah, Copa America, yeah, the but Premier if you, League if you're a fan, has an English and a of, Spanish soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. But if you're so, a fan of Liga MX, why would you want it in English, I suppose? That's the I, right. But I still think people like options. And I think sometimes they're like, uh, I don't want to hear uh, this goal call thing. It's I'm, I'm kind of over it. 
Right. Maybe I wanted okay. a, the cadence to be a little bit, and I like that. Uh, cadence, cadence. That's a what? first word. Is that, is that, is that the, did I misuse it, or is that okay? No, I like it. Cadence so uh, it's. I think there's an opportunity to pluck them away, and I think small numbers of getting a new audience all build up. And uh, the, I guess the reason I say is, people when they flip in through the TV, they gotta have something familiar. As Americans, they kind of go, okay. And yeah, but who flicks through, who flicks through the TV anymore as well? That's a thing. Isn't it? <laughs> That's true. Like, it just was up and down, just like that. Right? Oh, look, there's soccer. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. I think we should present soccer the way we do monster trucks. And that will do it. Coming Sunday, Anfield's gonna be a m- m- mud pit. <laughs> Virgil van Dyke. That kind of stuff. Maybe that will win oh, the moment. Oh man, I, I I went to Monster. I went to Monster Jam. It's fantastic. Man. In Hartford, so, I almost like, went to that. <laughs> I went to Hartford, I, and I went. I, I took the boys up to Gillette as well. Let me tell you something. Is, if you lived in New York fun. or Los Angeles, you would never consider going to Monster Truck. When you live in Connecticut. Right. It's on yes. the table. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Anything that comes through there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, we went there. Glo- Globe trots as well. I turned to that was great fun. That's I saw them in their heyday when I was a kid, and they were really good because they would hit a half half court shot. It would go in. Every trick would hit. Now they miss a few tricks. Oh my go. god, Max! Why so down on them? They were well, great when I saw them. Wait, last time I saw the Globe Trotters, <laughs> so they never lose <laughs> to the Washington. This was like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> they uh, they play the Washington Generals, and then I think someone lost track of the clock because they looked right. up and the there was like two minutes to go, and the Generals were up nine. And they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> how are we going to close the gap? We're going to lose this game. They never lose. So then they did this weird hijinks. We're like, oh, I dropped the ball on and missed the layup. Oh, we got to make it. And they're missing. I'm like, really bad shots. And all of a sudden, it was like a 12 point swing in 30 seconds. And I'm like, wait a minute, that because I. Deep them, I go. I was, I, I was telling my friend, I go, "Oh my God, the Globetrotters are going to lose this game. This oh is history. <laughs> They're going to lose it." And then all sorts of weirdness happened, and it was over. It really, it ruined me as a kid. And I was oh, like, "Oh man, can't. God, I know. I, I loved it. It's like a pantomime, and we have the pantomimes yes. in England over Christmas, and they had that sort of spirit to it. I really enjoyed it." What the heck is a pantomime? So basically, it's where uh, it's where you tell stories of Aladdin or Goldilocks, Cinderella, those sort of things, and then everything is over the top, and it's lots of um, uh, crowd participation. Like the theater. Yeah, it's at the theater. Normally, you've got a man dressed up as a woman who's over the top, and everything about it is so camp, but just so fun. It's great. It's like it would be a treat when you're a kid to go to the pantomime. You're going to have to sell me a little harder on that one for me to attend. Honestly, I will go. <laughs> you, you, you would love it. You would very much enjoy it. You would be in it. You would the be co- the star of the pantomime. The cultural exchange of pantomime and the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes. So there you go. It's, yes. uh, by the way, I really enjoy, enjoy having these conversations because it gets me thinking. Because, I mean, we all, it's, I'm, we make a bigger deal out of all of it. That's 100% the case Definitely. but yes. uh there's a you know there it's it's always good to to have that in the back of your mind and 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 think about it and see well, what can we do is there something we do differently or is there an audience how do we who do we play to whatever it is i i truly believe we'll have the bigger audience i think it'll be grown into usa wins a world cup yes yeah definitely. they won't make it's but if there's success like, yeah like you see it from the women's game about, exactly my point how does the women's game become bigger in england they win a World Cup. Yeah, that, exactly. that, 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 that really is the thing you need to be the ultimate catalyst because then all of a sudden 
van. You've got you've got the best team, the best players in the world, and then you just kick on from there. Because uh, the women here, they I think they finally made it. Now they have a league. They play in Europe. And yes. everyone knows their names. It's not like Megan Rapino, Carly Lloyd, Alex Morgan. No, it goes 20 deep. And then you no. knew, you want to know about them and they're the best. Yes. And you know, when the next young player coming through, um, you got to know her or you've got to see her. So they're, they're, and, that, there's, that, and there's some, there's some edge to it now. I saw Carly Lloyd um, calling out uh, Jonathan Tannenwald. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. That's kind great. Of, people, people like that sort of stuff, doesn't it? And, and I think that kind of builds the soap opera. And Jonathan Tannewell, who is the nicest yeah, I man, know, but it's, he would never it's, ruffle anyone's feathers. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. But I, he, kind of, I, he, he got a badge for that in my books. Oh, but goodness me. You know, if you, in his camp or Carly's camp, it doesn't matter. Good. You want, you want a bit of beef. You want stuff like that going on. Because Correct. it just adds to the drama. Kepka, Blumin, um, DeChambeau adds the drama of the goal. What's with DeChambeau on the putting? It looks really weird. I know. It just looks so sick. You know, it looks like when the guys are, are, are relearning to walk and, have lost, and they're walking on the parallel bars in the hospital and they're walking across. That's what it reminds me of. Like Lieutenant Dan in uh, yeah, Forrest in Gump. Forrest Gump. Is that in yeah. poor taste? It probably was. It probably was. We'll edit that out. That's all right. You've said it, not me. <laughs> I'm not editing anything out. <laughs> this goes as is. Uh, so, uh, La Liga, that's a... Just in, um, just in looking at the, the landscape of it's pretty good because there is these feeding frenzies for these rights. And La Liga was like a, it was like it was eight years, but it's like it, over a billion dollars. And I think yeah. Major League Soccer's got to be licking its chops because everything comes up. The Premier League is going to be licking its chops because there's so many yes. places that need content, and they're all going to yes. push for the Premier League. Uh, the Serie yes. A goes to CBS uh, and gets a bump. The Bundesliga the same way. So uh, this is a uh, I think this is a healthy sign because we always went through that. But now, uh, in addition to CBS, NBC, Turner was in for a bit, ESPN, of course, uh, Fox, and now maybe a place like Amazon. It's yeah, it's, it's good. Isn't it's, it? it's, what do you think about the, how do you think La Liga and ESPN will go? That's eight years. How cool is that? I think so. It's basically, a- if you want to watch La Liga, if you want to watch Bundesliga, and if you want to watch ESPN FC. You pay five bucks a month, and you've got it, and and it's brilliant. That's the place to go for the for your main soccer content, and that's kind of a nice flag to fly for for the channel, and in, indeed for for plus overall. It's like personally, obviously, I've got a strong connection with La Liga. I I like I like everything about Spain. I would very much like to be going to Spain to doing broadcast. That would be marvelous if the budget allows. So all of that is just exciting. Of course, and they will. They will because they'll get those opportunities, and they still. We'll see. Real Madrid's going to reinforce their squad. Messi's going to be at Barcelona, and it's it's going to sell itself, and it's going to get much more. Um, Plus, Max, as well, like like what you must feel doing LAFC and and doing the broadcast that you do. I know I can do a good job with La Liga, so that's cool. Right. You know, when yeah. you're committed to something like that, you kind of think, yeah, I can I can do that. It's not it's not out of my wheelhouse. I'm not blagging it. I'm not pretending. So that's always a nice position nice position to be it's like everything you say about lafc you mean yeah that's so really cool la liga came to you it came to <laughs> yes, you it's it. following you they, hello dad they just they just put a picture of me up at the presentation as to why <laughs> me and a billion dollar check <laughs> you and pataro <laughs> hey what's up uh, <laughs> yeah, that should be good and i, I know it, uh, be in sports and i love what they did and i love how they had a lot of programming around the games and obviously with phil shane and ray hudson had a huge following 
it people just didn't have it on on their systems and it was hard and they had a a, a battle with yes. comcast and they lost and uh and unfortunately they've moved on and yeah i feel for everyone there because you know it's a lot of folks that worked on it and hopefully they're made whole cool. in some way shape or form but this this uh this business man keeps you on yes. your toes mate definitely and that's exactly what it is you just got to when when everything's going well just don't do anything stupid to make sure that it goes that you can keep doing it day in day out isn't it it's just about avoiding mistakes and keeping your head below the parapet and that's what that's what all our aims are isn't it yes sir dan thomas host of espn fc all around good guy i appreciate you joining me here in the business end on the soccer og you can enjoy your golf and McElroy, what? Oh, it's all gone wrong for him, Max. What are you in the bunker? <laughs> no, it's it's level par. Wow, oh. Venezuela, Ecuador. I wasn't looking. They scored three goals. It's two two. Flumming heck, it's all go. God, I shouldn't. I gotta just watch more football. That's gonna be great. My <laughs> wife's gonna love that. Sorry. Sorry, I've stopped watching all of the sports, Dan. No more NBA. No more baseball. Less college football. Less NFL. Soccer, soccer. Wow. Wow. I might I might come back to it, but right now I'm enjoying uh okay. Well that's good. It's nice to have that and fights. I like fights. Yeah, you love fights. Just no Logan Paul the, fights. They pay the bills. They pay the bills. <laughs> Dan, good man. I will we'll, we'll we'll grab that beer. Maybe we'll 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 go Definitely. somewhere a little Stockholm to celebrate Sweden winning the Euros uh in uh <laughs> later it. on this month or late in July. Do you think Zlatan would be happy or sad if they won the Euro? Oh, he'll be devastated. Yes, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, but I, I, I man, I miss Zlatan more than ever with that oh, that, cool. that that Swedish system. Yes. So yes, that's very true. Very we true. Got, we got our we got our Zlatan invention. Well done. <laughs> we'll be Dan Thomas, everyone. When I come back, I will be talking about FIFA's verdict against the Mexican fans. That's coming up next on Stoppage Time. We are back here on the Soccer OG. I promised to discuss the FIFA decision against the Mexican Football Federation for the homophobic chants. Because of the length we went, Dan Thomas, I tell you that rascal Dan Thomas. I'm going to push that back out to Wednesday. I am pretty explicit about the lengths of these podcasts, and I don't want them to go over a certain amount. That's just me, but I will tell you what I had to say, some interesting points. That's going to be on a Wednesday special podcast. And regarding that podcast... I will be joined by two of the two best contributors to this podcast today because they've both appeared on two occasions. Eric Krakauer, BN Sports, Keith Costigan of the Seattle Sounders and Fox Sports. We are going to do an instant reaction once the games are over on Wednesday and we will preview the round of 16 from Euro 2020, Euro 2021. We will give you predictions. We will break down the matchups. You will get that information immediately after the games concluded. I'm very excited about that. We're trying some new things here on the Soccer OG. First and foremost, it's a conversation with people in the know, but we can also get a little bit more timely. We're trying to get more podcasts out on a weekly basis, especially during this busy season. We're going to do that as well. When the Gold Cup comes around, we're going to have informative uh, shows about the Gold Cup, the teams, and the players. So a push off the FIFA discussion for the Wednesday special. I don't want to call it special. It's just another podcast. That's going to be a lot of fun, and we will get into it. I've encouraged both of them to roll up their sleeves and let everyone have it. The Soccer OG, 
a thrill every week to be with you. And in particular, when I'm with you twice a week, please subscribe, rate and review. Again, a warm hello to my friends in Colombia. What's going on, Ecuador, Peru, Venezuela? ¿Qué pasa? Start downloading the Soccer OG. We'll see you Wednesday. Placido Domingo.